I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Monday and it's a sunny day. It's a pretty day. It's a little chilly out this morning. Uh, Doesn't quite feel like the 80 and 75 degree weather we've been having, but it's pretty. Look outside, everything's green and the Uh, The trees, uh, the leaves are coming out and blossoms are coming. It's just beautiful. Um, My wife and I, we were coming back. Of course, uh, you know we were gone last week and we had Brother uh, Caleb and Brother Nathan that filled in for the Winning Side broadcast. And that's what we're here for today, the Winning Side uh, broadcast. But we were coming back last week from the mountains. And the mountains were pretty, but once we got down uh, just to see uh, all of the beautiful trees, the, the dogwoods, and just, it was beautiful. And the grass is green. And uh, I thank the Lord for this time of year. It's hard to believe that this week will be April. Uh, but here we are on this Monday, March the 28th. And we're glad to have you with us for our broadcast. We welcome those listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, and then those on our radio app and those on our podcast, and then those watching on Facebook and those watching on YouTube. We welcome you today. I hope you're doing well. We had a great day yesterday at church. Of course, uh, our uh, winning side broadcast and our radio station is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church here in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. God gave us a wonderful day yesterday. It was Friend Day, and we had a, a gift card for every visitor. We had a lot of visitors yesterday, and we had a gift card to Chick-fil-A. So maybe you'll see some of those folks at Chick-fil-A today. I told them yesterday, I said, you can't go to Chick-fil-A on Sunday because they're closed, but you can come today, come Monday or Tuesday, whatever. And But we had a good day. We had uh, two adults that trusted Christ as Savior yesterday morning. Uh, during the invitation, we had a young uh, lady uh, on our bus routes that got saved. We had a young man got baptized from our bus routes. And it was just a wonderful day uh, with Dr. R.B. Willette. He was with us all day yesterday, and he'll be preaching tonight at 7 o'clock, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock for our spring revival. And I encourage you to come, uh, be here. If you cannot be here, you've got to tune in. You've got to get on the radio you got to get on Facebook or get on our website, but you've got to watch the service. YouTube, it'll be there as well. But you got to watch it, and uh, you will, uh, I promise you, you will be helped uh, if you'll tune in for our Spring Revival tonight. It starts at 7 o'clock, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock as well. A happy birthday yesterday to Sailor Clements. Also, happy birthday yesterday to Frank Griffin, and yesterday, happy birthday to Grayson Proctor. I hope you had a great day, and then happy anniversary yesterday to Tony and Nancy Jones. I hope you had a good day, and then today, happy birthday to Bryson Pear, and happy anniversary to Brian and Jessica Dixon. I hope you folks have a great day today. Uh, I want to ask you to be in prayer for our church. Let's pray for our school uh, we have a special chapel service tomorrow. Hope you be in prayer for that tomorrow morning. And then let's be in prayer for our missionaries. Let's pray for our country. And uh, let's pray for uh, one another. Here's a great song about prayer. 
and uh, I hope it'll be a blessing to you. It's called a wall of prayer. And boy, I thank the Lord for the protection that God gives. And so many times I believe that's because God's people pray. And uh, you know, the Bible says about Job uh, that there was a hedge around him. That's where we often get that term, a hedge of protection. But you know, that hedge was around him and Satan could not get at Job without God allowing it to happen. Of course, that's a whole nother story, a whole nother message. Brother Willette preached about Job yesterday in the morning service, but I'm thankful for that wall of prayer that people pray around us every day. And I hope that you and I will pray for ourselves, pray for our family, pray for one another, pray for God's protection. Hope you enjoy this song. After this song, we'll get into our Bible study and we'll finish up today's Psalm 22.
amen for that song. That's a good song. And uh, I hope that encouraged you today. And you know, I hope that we hope that we pray. Hope, first of all, I hope we pray every day, but I hope we pray specifically. I was listening to a message the other day about prayer, and uh, the, the preacher said this. He said, pray for something that's specific so that when God answers that prayer, you'll know that it was an answer to prayer. It wasn't just something that just so happened. It wasn't coincidence, uh, but it was God answering prayer. And I have seen God answer some prayers uh, that were so specific that it's almost scary, is it not, sometimes how God answers prayer. And I'm thankful. I don't mean to use the word scary with God answering prayer, but I think you know what I mean. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's uh, awesome uh, to think that the God of the universe, He hears when we pray. And I thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for people praying for me. Um, I was reading, um, I guess it was last week, I was reading about uh, Spurgeon. I think I'll get to it next Wednesday. That's what I was reading in preparation for a Wednesday Bible study. Uh, but you've heard the story about Spurgeon and how people would come to see that amazing uh, place there in London where he would preach and he'd fill that place three and four times a Sunday, uh, 5,000 seat auditorium. And people would come from everywhere and there'd be, he'd sometimes tell his members, you can't come. The, uh, and if you're just now tuning in, I'm not saying that Victory Baptist Church members can't come here, okay? This is an illustration. Uh, we want you to come. You need to come. But Spurgeon would sometimes have to tell his members, you can't come because there's not enough room. And uh, people would come to that place and they'd see that beautiful church building and they'd want to see the tours. Uh, but he would take them down to a room under the platform. And he'd show them that room and he'd say, during every service when I'm preaching, this room is filled with people praying for me. And it's the power of God that, that, that used uh, Spurgeon and his message to see so many people saved and to see so many people impacted. And then Spurgeon went on to, to expound upon that. And uh, he, he said uh, about all the great things that God had done, but he said, I've been blessed to have a people, uh, a church uh, people, a church congregation of people that pray for me. And I'm thankful for that as well. I've got people that pray for me, and I appreciate the prayers. I, I saw some comments on here, of course, of people uh, just uh, talking about praying for the services and praying for revival. Of course, we had that yesterday. It's the start of it, tonight and tomorrow night. But I thank the Lord for that. Uh, it's good to hear from some of you um, on the Facebook. Of course, on Facebook, we have the opportunity. You can comment in and let us know you're watching. And I see a lot of comments. Uh, the Suits, thank you for uh, your comment that you're watching. And uh, you said you're glad that I'm back. I'm glad to be back. And then also you mentioned that Caleb and Nathan did a great job of filling in. And uh, I heard a lot of good reports. And uh, I'm thankful that they did. You know, I listened in too. I was curious to see if they would use any Bible. I knew they'd have a lot of good games and trivia and all that stuff, but they used the Bible, and it was good, and it was Scripture, and uh, I thank the Lord for those guys. They are a blessing, and I'm looking at the other comments here quickly. Uh, Aunt Vicki, um, thank you for your comment there. Jimmy, glad to have you watching. Uh, Miss Reyes, thank you. It's good to be back. I hope you're doing well. And then the suits, I see those comments there, and if anybody else is coming in here later, I'll try to get back. Uh, but if not, I promise I will read those later on. Psalm 22. Remember, it's been a while. We started this before I left. Uh, for our, My wife and I, we went away for our anniversary for a few days, had a wonderful time. But we're in Psalm 22, and we said, what should a Christian do when that person feels forsaken? Now, we're never forsaken. We're never alone. God has promised He'll never leave us or forsake us. But sometimes we get away from God. 
or as Brother Willette preached last night, sometimes we go through storms and, and Jesus is in the boat, but he's asleep and you think he doesn't know and you think he doesn't care, but I'm glad he does know and I'm glad he does care. But what do you do when you feel forsaken? Number one, we said you can pray. And David in this Psalm, he, he cries out to God in prayer. Number two, we said you can remember. David said, our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted and thou didst deliver them. Thirdly, we said you can trust. You can trust God. Uh, you, he's worthy of our trust. He's going to get you through. He'll never fail you. He'll never leave you. He'll never uh, forsake you. We said you can be humble. David says, I'm a worm. <laughs> I'm a reproach of man. I'm despised. And, and, and be humble. Realize that it's not us, but it's God who does the work. And then we said acknowledge God. It, it is God. Verse 28, the kingdom is the Lord's. We said sometimes you got to be desperate. Sometimes you got to get in trouble to realize how much we do need God. Number seven, we said we can praise Him. I tell you what, when you feel like you're all alone, when you feel like things are just crashing down all around you, don't stop praising God. Praise God uh, uh, in, the, in the sunshine. Praise Him in the rain. Praise Him on the mountaintop. Praise Him in the valley. Praise Him in the good times. Praise Him in the bad times. Praise God. And then we said depend on God. Uh, none, verse 29, none can keep his own soul alive. Uh, you're, not, you're not alive today on your own. It's because of God and realize that we must depend upon God. Let's look at the last few thoughts here in Psalm 22. It's found in verse number three. In verse 29, it's the word worship. Verse three says, but thou art holy. O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. And then verse number 29 all they that be fat upon earth shall eat and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him, and none can keep his own soul alive. Can I tell you, we should worship God. When you feel forsaken, don't stop worshiping. You say, well, what's the difference between praising and worshiping? Uh, uh, praising is we, uh, we, we praise God and we, uh, we, we, we magnify Him and we talk about all the great things he done, He's done for us. I think worship is not just the things He's done, but worship is who He is. And you know, if God never did anything for us, He's still worthy of our worship because of who He is. I hope you worship God. Don't wait for Sunday to worship God. I hope you worship God every day in your time that you spend with Him. And then 10, number 10, I believe when you feel forsaken and you feel like you're all alone, you can still serve God. It says in verse 30, A seed shall serve Him, and it shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. You know, there's times where you serve God and you feel like you're accomplishing nothing. You serve God, you feel like nobody notices, you feel like, as a matter of fact, the more you serve, the worse it gets kind of a thing. And maybe you've got a job uh, at work and maybe you feel like, I, I work the hardest and I get no uh, uh, praise, I get no glory for it, I get no uh, uh, applause for it. As a matter of fact, I get criticism for it. Well, can I tell you, when you're serving God, just keep on serving God, be faithful. God is uh, God is aware of your service. He's not forgotten your service and God will reward your service and you will not regret serving God. And then lastly, number 11, this is, a, I think, a good thought for all of us because sometimes we get for, uh, so focused on ourselves. But verse 31, the end of Psalm 22, the Bible says this, they shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, that he hath done this. 
So why do we keep serving God? Why do we stay faithful? Why do we do all those things even when it feels like nobody knows, it feels like nobody cares? Here's why. Because there is a generation that's coming after us. And when that generation comes after us, can I tell you, we ought to be able to declare to that generation the righteousness of God, the holiness of God, the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God, and all that He has done. Declare His righteousness unto a people that shall be born. That indicates that there are still people coming. There are still children that haven't been born yet. Their baby's not even born yet. But one of these days, when you and I, when we get through that trial, we get through that storm, whatever it is, one of these days, we're going to be able to tell our children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren, whatever the case may be, there's a generation coming that we have the opportunity to impact if we will stay faithful and we will see God bless and see God work and will declare His righteousness unto a people that shall be born, that He hath done this. God has been so good to me. I know He's been good to you, if you're honest, and I hope we'll praise Him and I hope we'll stay faithful to Him even when we feel forsaken. David started this psalm, and of course we said it's a messianic psalm. Jesus quoted this psalm on the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? Sometimes it feels like God is so far off, but I want to tell you, you and I have never been forsaken. God has promised he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Remember we said at the beginning that God the Father turned his back upon his son. He could not look upon his son because Jesus Christ had the sin of all the world upon him. And a holy God could not look at that. But Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Jesus endured that so that you and I never would. I hope you have a good day. Thanks for listening. And we'll start a new psalm tomorrow. Hope it'll be a blessing to you. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.